Hello everyone, I'm Arathra Kabhomek and I welcome you all to another episode of Courts Today on Live Law where we update you about all the important legal developments that took place across the country today. We will begin with developments from the Supreme Court and will then cover High Courts and other lower courts. If you like our content, please do not forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana today recommended the name of Justice Uday Umesh Lalit, the second senior most judge of the Supreme Court, as the next Chief Justice of India. Chief Justice of India Ramana is set to retire on August 26th. Yesterday, the Secretariat of the Chief Justice of India had received a communication from the Minister for Law and Justice requesting the CJI to recommend the name of his successor. Accordingly, today morning, CJI Ramana wrote to the central government recommending the name of Justice Lalit and he also handed over a copy of the letter of recommendation to Justice Lalit. The Supreme Court today told the Election Commission of India that it should not decide upon the Eknath Shinde faction's plea to be recognized as the real Shiv Sena until the court decides on referring the matter to a five-judge constitution bench. The Chief Justice of India leading the bench orally said that a decision on reference is likely to be taken on Monday, that is August 8th. A bench comprising Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana and Justices Krishna Murari and Hima Kuli observed in the order that the Election Commission of India may grant a reasonable adjournment to the Uddhav Thakre group to file their responses in view of the pendency of the matter in the Supreme Court. We've covered this issue in detail. You can refer to our earlier video, which is given in the description box below. Supreme Court Judge Justice M.R. Shah today expressed displeasure at the practice of the Supreme Court Registry of deleting matters posted for any particular day. To senior advocate Arvind Dattar, who was appearing before the bench, also comprising of Justice B.V. Nagaratna, Justice Shah remarked, and I quote, they say excess matters are there, so delete it, and we don't know when it will come. The judge then asked the registrar to meet him at 1.45pm today. During the course of a hearing today, Supreme Court Judge Justice D.Y. Chandrachur, who also heads the court's e-committee, informed the lawyers present that he has told the concerned registrar to provide the lawyers the same scanned copies of the files that are given to the judges. From now on, we will give members of the bar the same scan pages which come to us, Justice Chandrachur announced while he was struggling to find a document referred to by the counsel. Moreover, he noted that it might come as a relief for advocates as they no longer would have to carry piles of papers with them. The Supreme Court today impleaded the National Consumer Dispute Redressal Commission in the proceedings pertaining to the plea of workers of various consumer fora including technical support staff appointed on contractual basis, seeking parity with their counterparts working at various judicial commissions such as the High Court, District Court, Human Rights Commissions, etc. A bench comprising Justices D.Y. Chandrachur and J.B. Pardewala stated that on the next date of hearing, ASG Mr. Sanjay Jain appearing on behalf of the union government should be present so that directions can be passed asking the government to frame a scheme in this regard. On the second day of hearing in the EPF pension case, the Supreme Court posed queries to the centre and sought materials to show the financial burden which would be created on the implementation of the High Court judgments allowing pension in proportion to the salary above the threshold limit.
The bench also asked the centre and the Employees Provident Fund organisation to show materials regarding the differences between the Employees Provident Fund and the Employees Pension Scheme and also detailed reports of accounting expenses relating to cross-subsidisation between both the funds. A bench comprising Justices Yuyu Lalit, Anuradha Bose and Sudhashta Dhulia was hearing the appeals filed by the Employees Provident Fund organization challenging the High Court judgments which quashed the Employees Pension Amendment Scheme 2014. The Lucknow bench of the Allahabad High Court has rejected the bail application of journalist Siddiqui Kapan who was booked under the Unlawful Activities Prevention Act in the Hathras conspiracy case as it noted that there are reasonable grounds to believe that the accusations against Kapan are prima facie true. At the outset, the court noted during the investigation, it had come on record that Kapan had no work at Hathras when he was arrested. It may be noted that he along with other accused persons were arrested by the UP police in October 2020 while they were proceeding to report the Hathras rape murder crime. Clarifying its earlier order mandating the filing of English translation of all Malayalam documents, a single bench of the Kerala High Court today clarified that it is the prerogative of a judge to dispense with that requirement on a prayer to that effect being made. Justice Amit Rawal passed the clarification order in an interlocutory application moved by the Kerala High Court Advocates Association seeking clarification on the court's earlier order prohibiting the registry from entertaining petitions without the English translation along with the paper books. The Delhi High Court today observed that it would be appropriate for the Delhi police to take quick action in all pending matters relating to violation of orders passed under the Disaster Management Act 2005 by filing complaints as required under law before the appropriate court, adding that such courts ought to dispose of the matters without further delay. Justice Asha Menon was dealing with a petition filed by Decathlon seeking quashing of an FIR registered under Section 188 of the Indian Penal Code stating that on 30th December during patrolling, the police had found the showroom open with 8 to 10 people standing near the reception. A Mumbai special court today extended the ED custody of Sanjay Roth in the Patra Chal scam case till August 8th. Special Judge M.J. Deshpande said that the agency has made remarkable progress in the investigation. The judge also rejected an intervention application filed by advocate Ranjit Sangle on behalf of witness Swapna Patrakar saying that she was threatened by Roth. The court said that Sangle couldn't justify how such an application was tenable under Section 167 of the CRPC. The ED's investigating alleged violations of the Prevention of Money Laundering Act 2002 regarding irregularities in the redevelopment of the Patra Chol by Guru Ashish Construction Private Limited. The Delhi High Court today sought the stand of Delhi Police on the implementation of the order passed by the National Green Tribunal banning sale of Chinese synthetic manja used in flying kites. A division bench comprising Chief Justice Satish Chandra Sharma and Justice Subramaniam Prasad was hearing a PIL filed by advocate Sanser Pal Singh seeking a complete ban on flying of kites as well as manufacturing, sale and storage of objects used in the same. The NGD had imposed a complete ban on the manufacture, distribution, sale and use of nylon or any synthetic manja or thread holding that the same is lethal and not biodegradable in the year 2017. 
The Rajasthan government has informed the High Court that the police is set to file a closure report in a criminal case registered against Karan Johar and cricketers KL Rahul and Hardik Pandey over their remarks on the filmmaker's talk show Coffee with Karan. Dr. Justice Pushpendra Singh Bharti was hearing their petitions for quashing of FIRs when the public prosecutor informed that the closure report has been chalked out on March 11th last year and the same is likely to be submitted before the competent court expeditiously. The trial was booked for allegedly making certain derogatory statements against women during an episode of the Bollywood talk show. The Maharashtra Administrative Tribunal has asked the state government to take a policy decision for the post of other genders like transgenders in the state police force within six months. The bench, while adjourning the case for November 3rd, directed the state's General Administration Department and the Social Justice and Special Assistant Department to file affidavits enumerating the steps taken by the Maharashtra government for implementing the Supreme Court's judgment in the case of National Legal Services Authority versus Union of India and others, which declared transgenders to be recognized as the third gender. While defending its plan to revamp the Sabarmati Ashram in Ahmedabad at the estimated cost of Rs 1,200 crores, the Gujarat government has submitted before the Gujarat High Court that Mahatma Gandhi belongs to all, that is the 140 crore Indians. Gujarat's Advocate General Kamal Trivedi argued thus as he challenged the locus of Tushar Gandhi, the great-grandson of Mahatma Gandhi, who has moved a public interest litigation plea challenging the Sabarmati Ashram revamp plan of the Gujarat government. The youngest survivor of the 26 by 11 Mumbai terror attacks, Devika Rotavan, has once again approached the Bombay High Court seeking allotment of a residential premises. Rotavan had earlier approached the High Court in 2020. The court had disposed of her petition with directions to the state government to consider her application. As the state rejected Rotavan's plea, she re-approached the court last month. The Delhi High Court today refused to accept the proposed clarification made by Baba Randev and other defendants in a suit filed by several doctors and associations against the yoga guru for allegedly spreading misinformation about COVID-19 cure through his statements against allopathy and in favour of Patanjali's product, Coronel. Justice Anup J. Bhamwani was of the view that the clarification seemed more like a pat on his own back. The court was hearing the suit moved by various doctors and associations alleging that Baba Ramdev was causing misrepresentation to the public at large by spreading misinformation, saying that allopathy was responsible for COVID deaths and prompting people to not get hospitalized. Thank you. Keep watching Courts today on Live Law for more such updates.